0: Hi everyone, Susan Finch here with a B2C, especially those small retail businesses tip. This has to do with your subscriber's journey. All of you small business owners, hopefully you are collecting email addresses and you're doing it through your website and putting them into a list where you can reach out to people and remind them of your brand. If you aren't doing that, that's a whole nother conversation and we'll have to, I don't know, contact me, susan at susanfinch.com and I can at least give you a checklist of what you need to do to get started. And then you can decide if you want me to do it for you or you want to tackle it on your own. But whatever it is, let's talk about the journey first, especially for those of you that already have this in process, whether you're using MailChimp, GetResponse, Constant Contact, or any other email marketing campaign provider find it super common where you create the way for them to subscribe and never do anything beyond collecting the information. A subscriber is someone who has an interest in your company, products, or services. They trusted you enough to give you their email address and possibly other personal information such as a name, country, or more. You have their interest. So what happens after they subscribe? You need to be able to answer this. What does their confirmation email look like? Remember you want two step verification to make sure somebody isn't just loading all their, their buddies into this list just to play a joke on them or something to, you know, keep them all crammed full of unsolicited emails because that's how you get labeled as a spammer too. You want that double opt in thing where they get an email, they have to click on it and then opt in. So what does that confirmation email look like? It should have your branding on it, have a nice thank you, and a link to your website to maybe the most you know current posts or something, but you thank them and you let them know what to expect. Hey, about once a week, you're gonna get an email from me. Hey, about once a month, you're gonna get an email with our latest lesson, our latest specials, our coupons, our list of shows, our new dishes, any events we have going on. Whatever it is, you're gonna be sending them, let them know ahead of time and that they can unsubscribe at any time. And every email, of course, should have that unsubscribe link very easy to find at the bottom. So what does the first email look like that they will receive after they've confirmed? You realize that? You have to have some things planned out ahead of time. You want to have at least 10 before you even launch this type of campaign, so that once it's all in place, you have a little bit of time to be able to create another batch of 10, we call those drip campaigns or drip emails. And a drip email has one call to action in it. And you want to make sure that if you've created this a few years ago, that that call to action is still relevant from the time you created it. How many drips do you have to go out at the regular intervals after they subscribe? Like I said, you want at least 10. And do each of those have a link back to a landing page on your website and that call to action. You want to keep them focused and you want it to all kind of go a part of the same conversation. So if you're sending them something that talks about you know, ways to organize your closet, take them to something about organizing your closet and with products about organizing your closet or with a workshop about organizing your closet, make sure it all flows together. Remember one message and one ask in an email, keep them focused and moving along the buyer path. You wanna convert them. So when you create your drips, you can do you try and save time by duplicating the previous one and then editing it a little bit. Nothing wrong with being efficient but don't be sloppy. Make sure your call to action link and the image in the email. Yes, every every email should have an image. Make sure they go to the same landing page that continues that topic. We just talked about that. Don't just take them to your homepage where they're left to wander around. I like to call it the lobby. You're just looking around and, Oh, what all is here? Oh, look at there's some rooms. Oh, there's a restaurant. Oh, look at the desk. Keep them focused and moving forward toward conversion. You want them to either Do another thing to move them along the path or or give you the order or appointment. You want it interesting and helpful enough that they'd be inclined to forward your email or share it out to their people. Sometimes, I know some people it's been very effective to include a joke in there. Like some industry related joke that goes with what you do that is actually funny. You can't do anything that's even questionably off color, but it can be more your personality and tone. For me, it would involve bad puns because I love bad puns. And I highly recommend enlisting someone not working for your company to subscribe and go through the journey to test this. You want a detail oriented person who will click on the image and the call to action and ask them to give you feedback about the email, the content, the links working and the landing page that it all flowed together pay them to do this or give them a gift card or something. If it's a friend or return the favor for them and their company. My husband is my tester. He's caught images that, that link to things that didn't match the call to action. He's caught typos or pages that I've rearranged or deleted or a YouTube channel that's gone because it went to an old channel I had. We get in a rush sometimes and we need another set of eyes. Our websites, like I said, also change in structure every few years. Maybe you've changed your theme. Maybe you've decided just to blow it all up and simplify it. Whatever it is, those links need to be tested and updated or remove that drip altogether and just change the scheduling out. Sometimes a drip just is no longer relevant and it just has to be killed. So you just make it go away and delete it, but make sure you have something to fill in with the rhythm, the pace that you send these out, whether it's once a week, every two weeks, once a month, You want to make sure that it's still very relevant to them and that you don't lose that rhythm. So that's my tip about the subscriber journey. If you want to talk to me further about this, like I said, email me, susan at susanfinch.com and I can help you put together some kind of plan, strategy, or be your tester. It's up to you, but I'm available for you. Thanks for tuning in. Again, this has been Rooted in Revenue on the Funnel Radio Network, rootedinrevenue.com.